Hello, and welcome back to the Future in Focus podcast by LRQA. Or, if you're new here, thank you. In this episode, presenter Holly Plackett is joined by LRQA's Technical Director of Supply Chain, Kimberly Coffin, to discuss the expanding use of technology and data within the food sector. Hi, Kimberly. Thanks for joining us on the podcast again. We're here today to talk about the use of technology and data, specifically within the food sector. We've seen the use of technology and data accelerate at great pace over the last decade. Do you think this has influenced the change in the traditional ways of working within the food sector? Um, in short, absolutely. I think the increasing kind of connected world and the evolution of that connected world, given a number of those macro trends that we've seen that have occurred over the last three years, had a, a definite impact with regards to the how the food sector um, has viewed the use of technology and data both. When I think about uh, the food industry, you know, they've probably been quite notoriously known to be kind of slow kind of to take up tech. I think that's probably because um, a lot of the people and a lot of the decision makers with regards to the controls on processes around food safety and other um, significant risks to the to the business um, tend to have always been um, very scientific based and really, really traditionally very heavily focused on compliance and ensuring compliance of products and processes and very heavily reliant on paper-based systems. You know, interestingly, we ran a, a, a webinar in late January and uh, included a poll with regards to the use of technology and, and what companies were actually considering by way of investment in technology. And it was really interesting to see the results that, you know, 83% of those attendees on the webinar, which was which spent some kind of three, 400 participants, um, global participants, were investing in technology. And of those kind of 83%, nearly 40% of them were looking at multiple ways in which they were actually looking at different type of technology solutions, you know, spanning from real-time control and monitoring of their processes through to looking to suppliers of key services. So things like pest control, lab testing, um, and even kind of the, the firms that are doing the audits for them to actually be able to provide results and reporting through enabled cloud-based systems. Um, and then finally, really starting to look at the use of technology to better manage um, supplier qualification, approval, maintenance, and collaboration processes. Great, thanks, Kimberly. So we know that advancing the use of technology and data is positive for businesses, but surely there are risks too. Can we talk about some of the critical risks associated with an increased reliance on technology and data? Absolutely, Holly. And, and a great point, you know, with every great benefit, there comes risk. And I think that's one of the things that businesses really need to keep a sharp eye on. You know, when I think about the key risks related to technology and by no way um, am I going to be able to summarize all of those risks. I think that the first and most obvious one is, you know, with every piece of technology, with every investment in um, a solution to actually help us reduce variability and with regards to managing our systems or, or getting more information with regards to how our processes or how um, our supply chains are working is also increases every an avenue into our operations and into our businesses. That means there are increased avenues for cyber attack and increased avenues by which that malicious actors can actually access and have an impact on the availability of our operations, which I think is the most commonly 
called out or most commonly thought of, you know, type of cyber attack through ransomware. But we can't discount also that there are risks to our confidential information as we're actually, you know, sharing, collaborating, um, keeping more cloud-based records. And, you know, there is also that particular risk associated with um, accessing um, our processes and actually manipulating the accuracy of the, the information and the data that we're actually seeing. The second risk, I think there's so much focus on actual, you know, looking at suppliers of different technical solutions and how can we use and enable technology to help us do our, our jobs better, brighter, faster, smarter, that really looking at, you know, getting that right supplier is a risk. You know, if you don't get that right supplier, you've got two key risks to your business. One is, is that it actually doesn't deliver or holistically, the technology just isn't fit for purpose. Um, and, you know, it, it doesn't keep up with change. You know, there's a real risk that we can have a major investment and it just doesn't get us the return on that investment. And secondly, as we're going out and looking at kind of all the different ways that we can use technology within our business to help us manage um, risk better, is we can end up with multiple systems that actually may not talk to each other. We might have great technology in place, but we've actually increased the level of complexity in how we manage risk in the business. And I think finally, and an important one that I always make sure that when talking to our clients, um, to highlight is just because we have technology doesn't mean that we don't need that human expertise any longer um, within our business. We can't discount the importance of the need for analysis, for interpretation, um, to help drive the decisions from the data that's being created by the technology that we're employing to help us manage risk better. Those are really kind of my top three when talking to clients and thinking about the types of risks that they need to be considering as they're looking at various technology and data solutions. And how should businesses address these risks? I think first and foremost, as food safety professionals, clearly we're not technology gurus and we're not IT specialists, but we are best place to actually understand the impact and risk that actually technology can have on the products and processes that we use in our operations. Um, best place to understand what benefits that we want from that technology, as well as we need to ensure that we have an active role in not only selecting technology and making sure that that's actually keyed into the problems that we're trying to solve and the types of data that we want from that technology solution. We need to make sure that we're thinking about how we map that data, how that data is going to be used and actually really looking at and comparing to the science that we know with regards to our products and our processes and ensure that the actually outputs of that technology solution are actually going to generate insight that we can take action based on. Once we've got that technology sourced out and we understand that we've got the right technology and, 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 and it's actually delivering the things that we need it to deliver, we need to also think about the types of people and, and we need to think about what types of expertise that we need and the people that are going to use that technology. We need to think about what is the upskilling that needs to be undertaken with those individuals. How do we actually redeploy those individuals to actually make them more focused, not so on checking the checker, but actually looking at and interpreting the information that's being delivered by technology. And then finally, we need to actually think about how we use our systems to actually manage any incidents 
test those systems to make sure that those incidents response systems actually are actually effective and are controlling, that we have a real clear line of sight with regards to any additional risk that the use of technology may be bringing to our business and that we can actually take action to protect our brand and manage the risk to our products and our consumers. So we've discussed the role that technology and data have today, but what role will technology and data play in the future for the food industry? The role of technology, I think, is very clear. Technology is actually going to help us overcome a number of the challenges as an industry that that we need to ensure our ongoing agility and our ongoing resilience and actually the manufacture of safe food. I think data is where it gets very interesting and actually the role that data is going to play with regards to how we manage and mitigate risk into the future. You know, we have come to a point whereby change is the norm for us. Things are, are changing so rapidly and there are so many variables that we're trying to manage that it's really through data that we're going to actually get and be most effective with regards to how we actually manage risk moving forward. Risk is dynamic. And when you have increasing amounts of change in the day-to-day -day ways in which we need to work, that risk and the level of its dynamic nature exponentially increases. So when I think about kind of what role does data play in the future of the food industry, I see it kind of in three key areas. One clearly is it is critical to giving us intelligence and the need for intelligence is about what and how and, and where there are potential risks has never been greater. You know, we're increasingly seeing from our clients coming back to us and saying, we want more than just understanding where we've got nonconformities coming out of audits. We want to understand kind of how do we compare to those like us, to those near us, to how do our sites compare to one another? Benchmarking is the key starting point with regards to how we're going to use and the importance of data in making us more intelligent with regards to the way that we do business. Second area is giving us insight. And that's insight into our own operations, but also how our own operations actually fit into that bigger global picture. Data and having access to our data, world data, as well as potentially our suppliers' data is really imperative to help us track, monitor, and actually make decisions, key decisions with regards to what business we want to do, what products we want to manufacture, and, and who do we want to work with in a nutshell, really helps us to segment what and how we focus our expertise, our technical resources, our day-to-day -day work streams with regards to finding where and what is most critical to our business. And then finally, I see data. Uh, many people talk about understanding predictive risk. I like to put it as having foresight really being able to use data and 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 really that broad landscape of what is happening in the world to help us identify places of early warning to our business and our brand and actually really then be able to take proactive intervention with regards to making changes with respect to how we do work, where we source materials, what types of actions we need to check to make sure that we're not at risk, we're not putting our brand at risk. I guess in a nutshell, really, that then leads to looking at bringing together all of those various risk profiles, both within our organization, across our brand, and really looking at how do we combine data. I guess when I think about data moving forward, 
and, and, and think about kind of those three key aspects of how to use data to actually enhance the way that we actually manage brand risk within our business. You know, from a food safety and a, a product quality perspective, it's bringing those key pieces of information and data together to actually give us one beautiful profile with regards to where are those greatest areas of risk that need and warrant our attention to actually keep consumers safe. Increasingly, though, we're having to also look at various other types of risk factors that we need to think about to more holistically protect our brand. So when I see kind of how we'll use data of the future moving forward, you know, we will then start to take that food safety and that product quality and integrity data, start marrying it with social data with regards to social human rights types of data and tracking that we do, look at the environmental data, what the impacts our products and our operations are having on the climate and having on the world as a whole. So really the future for me, from a role that data plays is critical in developing one single holistic risk profile that really starts to help us drive um, overall levels of maturity with regards to the systems that we have in place in our organization to ensure brand trust and product assurance. Thanks for listening to the Future in Focus podcast. Please visit our homepage on Spotify to listen to more episodes and stay up to date with new releases. And to find out more about LRQA services, please visit www.lrqa.com.